Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the final episode of SG Explained Season 5. This is really the final episode for the no. season. <laughs> yes, break time! <laughs> we have done 20 episodes. This is episode 21. And yeah, it's. I think it's a good time for us to wrap up. For those of us who've been here for the long ride, you know, if you're a day zero listener, you would know that we like to do a wrap-up episode just to check back in, see what we enjoyed about the season a review our top threes our underrated episodes our uh, hopes and wishes for the next season and everything in between so it's an exciting time and i think it's also probably good timing because we're recording this at the end of the year i uh, are probably gonna wrap yeah. up for the holidays i don't know when's the next time i'm gonna see any of you yeah. after this <laughs> hello 2023 <laughs> i'm I feel a bit nostalgic this is the first season we've had mian on board and you know what a what a great ride it's been 20 episodes with a female voice honestly i feel uh a lot more in touch with my feminine side thanks a lot mian how has it been for you mian joining our our show we invited you at the beginning of the year. Exactly. And you know, you kind of joined an existing show, right? So you weren't part mm-hmm. of something new per se. How was that like? Honestly, honestly, I wasn't expecting myself to feel any sort of attachment to the show because whatever lah. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like if you can it, like take it up and then let it go, like it's just part of life, right? But the thing is, now that you're asking me this question, the first memory for some reason that has popped up in my head is me waiting by the bus stop. And the very first time I listened to SG Explained, I think it was season two. Because like at the time I was, I think, newly friends with Elliot. And I already knew Rovic from way back when. So I was like, oh, they have a podcast. So I remember listening to an episode and you guys were like in from day one all about the research, right? So I remember thinking, wow, I really, I really can't do this, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they're so research heavy. And like, I, I just, I just was so like flawed. But I think the effort that you put into the episode. And then fast forward to like earlier this year when y'all asked me to join, obviously I was very very honored and i was like okay honestly research is not my strongest suit but i welcomed it and honestly you guys have been so so sweet and welcoming and even when i like you could tell i'm tapping out from the research during our recording sessions you kind of just <laughs> like you know kept me going so i really appreciate the banter like week after week guys I think I'm getting a little bit emotional. Not gonna lie, a little bit emotional saying this. Yeah, that's great. No, but, but I have to say, you did do some research and the research was solid. Not only did Mian do research, she like brought in guests. Yeah, more than I've ever brought onto this <laughs> show. I made a promise to you guys. You remember we were at the bar. We were like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I will not let y'all down <laughs> because no matter and how much I hate research, right? I have to do this. Like a commitment is a commitment. So I'm glad you that y'all feel beyond, that way. And sure. then after this episode wraps up, you can go and bitch about me to your friends. But what? <laughs> like, thank you so much, guys. It was it was a great ride. It was a great ride for sure. I mean, Elliot, you used the term female voice, but honestly, man, just having your voice on the show regardless was pretty awesome and i think you know that's the that's the whole value of this right it's actually getting to talk to people 
about different things. And mm-hmm. not to say that I'm bored of talking to Elliot, but it's always nice to, you know, have he someone is, else to, <laughs> someone else to banter with. And you know, we did man, we did get to have one episode just to ourselves, right? Yes, we did. Without me, yeah, that's right. The very timely one where we were exploring dating because we're the two singletons in this three way relationship. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Okay, so why don't we start with you then? All of the twenty three. episodes. Yeah, what were your top threes. Maybe each of you can take a stab at one episode you think would have been or would have made it into my top three. Okay. I, I have an easy one, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think planning for death uh, is Why? probably one of... I think estate planning has to be one of Mian's top three because, <laughs> I mean, the circumstances that got us to, to like recording that episode... Truly phenomenal. Yes. Truly, oh, yeah, truly she phenomenal. met the guy in the taxi, right? For those of you who, who did not or have not listened to the episode, segue, segue moment. I actually met our guest for that estate planning episode uh, because I was his grab hitch passenger. So, Zach, if you're <laughs> listening to this by any chance, like, thank you so much because that actually is one of my top three. And that's actually um, number three in my top three. So, yes. wow. Wow, what a genius. Yeah. That, that, that. that being like the meeting of the guests, you know, being so like timely is one thing, like why I liked it. But I think for a more objective reason, it was, I think the very first episode where I dared myself to explore a topic that I would otherwise have no other platform, no other impetus to discuss talking about death. It's not something I do on my own podcast. And I think I remember bringing this up and I asked you guys how you felt about it. And I think I just really like the idea that there was so much openness to talk about something that might be very controversial and triggering to some, right? And I just like that throughout the entire episode, I actually went back to listen to it. We just kept it so lighthearted, like like we took away the fear of it. And I love that I got to know a little bit more about you both, about how you viewed death. <laughs> At our age, no one like, hey, by the way, what's uh, what's your plans for your death? I was like, oh, I got a... I got a playlist, like uh, I'm planning a party. <laughs> you guys are invited if you're around still. You know, like we had a very open, and I, I think you're right, man, like very um, natural kind of conversation about it. Partially with very practical tips. You guys, if you got practical tips for like death, um, that's a place to go to. But also to look at the flip side of how by preparing for our deaths, we are showing our last act of love to those around us. So pretty... Yeah, what a what a wonderful episode that was. It truly touched my heart. What about you, Rovik? What is your guess? So my guess was, and I just remember you being very, very excited about this episode, both before and after this episode, which is the LGBTQIA plus episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, you actually know me really well. That is number two. Yeah. Hey, I cannot I can't even make this up, man. Like, <laughs> oh my number gosh. two in my top three. Am I that predictable? No, but Gabriel was such a great guest on that show. It was so funny. Talking about the real stuff, he brought his sense of humor and his personality on the show, for sure. I still remember when he said, do you think that gay people just apparate? And I was like, <laughs> that's my favorite quote from the season. <laughs> Get it on a t-shirt. Get it on a t-shirt. Yeah, man. Gabriel from Young Out Here was just so informative on mm-hmm. like the issues. Uh, and it was quite one of the f- few things that we do here and very seldom we have it is that quick response time. You know, we don't really like talking about like recent news, mm-hmm. but it just so happened that it was very timely for us to bring on a guest amidst the 377A repeal. So having yeah. that very live discussion was almost uh, 
Yeah, so refreshing. So for those of you who who don't know about this, we record our episodes ahead of time, obviously. By the time the LGBTQ episode came out, it was like weeks or even months after National Day Rally. Yeah. But in actual fact, we recorded it like, I think, a week or two weeks after uh, the National Day Rally speech. So for us, it was like super quick response. And I wasn't sure how I was going to pull it off, to be honest. I did. I think I did mention this to you guys on the chat. Like I was a bit nervous because I didn't want it to be like three heterosexual people who have completely no um, stake in this, right? To yeah, come off yeah. as if we're talking about like our sob stories. Like if we empathize, do we really have the right to do so? But then if we talk about like what we know, which is, you know, living a somewhat privileged and normal life, not criminalized for our sexuality, like would that come off as um, selfish, you know? Um, So to have Gabriel on the guest, like I'm just so grateful that he said yes, because and he was so open about it too, because, you know, there could have been people who turned us down and we were looking for guests, like scrambling to look for one who was like open to discuss it. But overall, I think the maturity that he brought onto the episode was just incredible. Like he's so young, but already he's been on the ground doing this, you know, helping the community. And I just think that really showed in the episode. So I'm just so glad that that episode came through is definitely like one of my favorites and and on top of that i think gabriel when the way he talked to us about it it was like kind of alleviated the fears that we had three heterosexuals that you were talking about like he was like no we need those voices to come and have these dialogues with us if you guys don't talk about it you know how are we going to evolve as a society while we may not be part of those communities directly we are still a part of the equation in making things better. So now I'm very curious on what your top episode is. I know. Yes. Guys, I have thought this through. I just know that the moment I say this episode, y'all going to be like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I don't think you guys will expect that this is my number one. Okay. And I really thought it through. Are y'all ready? Drum roll, please. Okay. My top episode of the season is Limbo Sing. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. What? <laughs> Eight seconds of them just going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Left to feel AF, bro. And I'll explain why, okay? I think that was perhaps the only episode that we really deep dive into a character. Mm-hmm. And I personally love like human interest stories already. That kind of research I like because I like... Uh, deep diving into someone's background, their stories, their experiences. And I just keep thinking, like when we were recording it, just kept thinking, okay, if seriously, if my social studies teacher talked about Limbo Singh like that, I don't think I would have fallen asleep in every single <laughs> lesson. Hey, shout out to all these uh, social studies teachers. You can use us as teaching material. Uh, no, 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 no scared. Uh, just answer the parts where I swear. And I think like, I'm not even going to be ashamed to say this, but honestly, I didn't know much about our pioneers, like our founding fathers or anything other than Akong. So to have the opportunity to sit down and hear what you guys have researched, just the entire journey of the episode, I just felt, wow, like this guy is incredible and more Singaporeans, especially the younger generation, have to know what he did for us. So just felt very moved throughout the entire recording. And that's why... He is my number one. Well, the episode's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I was just going to say, in that episode, it's not just Limbo Singh. There's like some really strong secondary characters, like his wife, 
also pretty badass, you know, surviving badass. You know, World War Two. So that's the kind of wife I aspire to be. Eh? If my husband like gone case or you like prisoner of war, man, just bring the children and run. Okay, <laughs> she did it. That's the one that I think I pitched a movie idea. Yes. As, as why don't we go to Elliot? Your top three. I'm so excited, Rove. Why don't we start with you this time? Like, what what do you think is in my top three? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say either the drugs or porn episode. <laughs> Oh boy. Horn is definitely in my top three. It's number two. Like now, this is a fresh is a fresh EF of an episode, right? This is like the second last episode that we did. So I think that point, the porn episode was so great. We talked about it for a while, like mm-hmm. behind closed doors. We're like, hey, what episode should we get? Uh, what should we put in? Something spicy. And then I was like, you know, maybe, maybe porn would be one of them. Um, I love doing the research on this, honest to God, even though it messed up my Google search history after that. That episode was interesting, but for multiple reasons. Number one was, yeah, we went through like the legal spiel of like pornography, but actually it was Annabelle's story inside that really captured my heart. Right. I think that was the story of struggle. She's a real person. She's alive. I, I make it sound like she's not here with us. And the way that they completely reinvented themselves dedicated to the craft, went through a lot of hardships. But eventually, you know, there is a, there is light at the end of the tunnel. If anything, I think she embodies the Singaporean spirit uh, through and through. And for most of the episodes that we've done, um, I think we've always tried to take away something maybe a little bit valorant about it, right? Mm-hmm. Something a little bit that we can champion and attach. I remember many years ago when Rovek approached me and said, hey, I want to do as you explained. It was because he said, I want to make sure we can craft narratives and keep the narratives that hold this loose idea of the Singaporean identity together. And we all know about porn. We don't talk about it. <laughs> that was a great guess, Rovay. That was number two on the list. My guess is our very first episode, Birthing. Okay, you guys are really good at this. Wait, like, really? <laughs> that's my number three. That's my number three. Oh my I think giving birth is one of the coolest episode okay number one is because we're entering a new season that was the mm. first episode we actually like recorded together right so a lot of fond memories about bringing Mian on board um, us having conversations before that which be the first episode honestly as a person who didn't really want to be a father right like I never had big plans to start a family the giving birth episode gave me a lot of perspective on how we're actually angling it in Singapore like number one there there's a lot of support systems for it which in my mind, I remember as a kid, my mom used to say, it costs like a million dollars to raise a child in Singapore, you know? <laughs> and then I'll be like, wow, never want to have a child. That's a million dollars down the drain. But turns out, you know, there's a lot of things about, about Singapore that wants to encourage us and not for like just mm-hmm. pra- pragmatic reasons. There's a lot of like love and care. It's, it, they do, in a very crude way, give a damn about the way we raise our children. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm pretty grateful for the fact that we got to explore this. Honestly, I, have, I don't think I've explored this in a regular setting. I thought it was so wholesome to have that as our first episode for this season. But also, I love that episode because, Elle, you just fit right into the whole, like, father figure. You might not think so. You might need time to grow into it. But trust me, like, you were the best possible person to talk about birthing in Singapore. Not oh, even gosh. you, not Rovig. You. You were the best one out of the trio to do it. You also have the dad bod for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I didn't say that. Dad bods rise up, okay? What's your oh top God, episode? Moment of truth. I don't think this one is going to be mind-shattering. But honestly, I enjoyed it because... 
I think it's so close to Singaporeans' hearts. I actually chose the MRT system as my oh, like no, part yes. episode. It, it was my favorite because while we did some history uh, about you know how the MRT came about and stuff, um, I was actually a lot more interested in the research that we could do now with plans for the future. Mm. Uh, a lot of times we do, you know, in some of our episodes in previous seasons as well, uh, we did something like for Mandai and what they were going to do for the future, etc. The MRT is something which we use every single day and Singaporeans love complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> like even at the smallest, at the smallest hiccups. And the demystification of how much effort goes into maintaining the system, the inspiration for the system, how we're trying to connect and be larger than like the Japanese JR lines, for as an example. Wow. I'm I'm like thoroughly impressed. And I, I hope I never have to own a car thanks to the infrastructure that is being built uh, from this system. I remember walking away from that episode just feeling so thankful that those people back in the day fought very hard <laughs> to make the MRT system happen. Remember how they did like three or four reviews? Yeah. And each time the review... Almost didn't happen. The price became more expensive. And yet we still said, sure, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elliot, you don't hide your bias. Huh? All the episodes are yours. Hey. <laughs> what can I say? I am just so good at this job, bro. If your top three are within your own, right? Don't come <laughs> point fingers here, point fingers there, bro. Okay, okay, my turn. I'm gonna guess. Actually, it sounds really bad when I when I say this is first, but Rovic, is Tiger Beer one of your <laughs> favorite episodes? The man loves drinking. Let's put it that way, okay? So but you would know that if I like drinking, Tiger Beer is not going to be... I know Tiger Beer is not on the list, but I thought you might feel some affinity and pride for it. Unfortunately not. Tiger Beer oh, is not okay, on the okay. list. Spicy, spicy. Man, why didn't you give it a shot? I, I feel like I will be on the money. I feel like one of your favorites is Taxi Drivers. Yeah. Yes! Wow! Taxi Drivers is number two. <laughs> I love just uh, Uncle Ben. If you remember Uncle Ben, yeah. Uncle ben don't do it. I don't know if I don't know if if this was conveyed on the episode, but Uncle Ben was like scolding us at the end because he was like, "I got so many stories. Keep like, why you want to cut the episode short? Because we were trying to like be conscious of time. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll cut out these parts of the episode, right? Just so that we we can be conscious of his his time as well. But he was like, no, no, just keep asking me questions. I've prepared all my stories, <laughs> and so we <laughs> we just kept going again and again to like get more stories out of him. Uncle Ben was just like a, a fountain of like really, really insightful stories, which is what you want from a taxi driver and which is exactly what taxi drivers mean for a lot of Singaporeans, right? Like actually yeah. the ability to just connect with the largest Singapore tapestry through this raconteur, right, on on wheels. So it was one of the most special episodes of this whole series, I would say. For yeah, for I sure. really, that was actually my bonus like special shout out to the taxi drivers episode. I think Uncle Ben might have been my favorite guest for the season. And no offense to all the other guests that I already said are my favorite. <laughs> I, I think what was interesting about the episode was that you guys aren't privy to this, but just some behind the scenes stuff. It actually took a lot of time to set up for Uncle Ben to come online <laughs> for the for the episode recording. Uh, his his son had to help him out throughout the throughout the audio, and he kept disconnecting and then reconnecting, and then he was yeah. like, "Can see me? He can hear me?" He was such a sweetheart. No, and you could tell that he was very tenacious about it. He was like, "I want to do this," you know. Honestly, I touched my heart. Right? If this happened to me, like fifteen minutes of technical difficulties, I'll say, "Hey guys, never mind lah. Sorry, yeah, not not happening." But Uncle Ben really wanted to share his he stories persisted. with us. 
and he was just a damn good sport about it. Love it was a really energy. nice slice of life episode. Alan, I'll give you another shot. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll do better this time, sir. I'll do better this time, sir. <laughs> okay, this one has to be on it, right? I think the communist threat has to yes. be one of your top okay, three. Okay, good, good Yay! guess. Communist threat is number one for me. Wow. Yeah! Which we all expected, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's no surprise, especially for a long-time listeners, that I'm a history geek. And the communist threat, first of all, is an episode that I actually wanted to do all the way back in season one. I was just very scared to mm. do it because I was like, if I do it, will ISD knock on my door? Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, first of all, I wanted to build my own competence in understanding the Singapore identity, which is, you know, four seasons worth of work. Wow. And then secondly, I think we we really took a balanced approach to like exploring the complexities within the communist threat story, mm-hmm. right? Talking mm-hmm. about how there could be misperceptions or how the lived experiences of a lot of people could have been very different from the national narrative. But most importantly, I think it was a really good way to do like an action movie-esque uh, drama right, of, of really what happened in one of our most exciting chapters in history. Yeah. Um, and I like that, you know, Elliot and me and the two of you kind of made it into like an influencer proxy story. Aww. Oh, yeah, that metaphor's going to live with me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was definitely number one for me. Number three for me uh, is actually the Orang Lawut episode. Oh, so all your episodes lah, essentially. Hey, made. <laughs> hey you're right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> calling the kettle black, guys. Wow. I like how you were waiting for it. You are like, where's the last data point? Well, I was like, last one better not be Singapore Zoo. Or, <laughs> then I won't have this zinger to say, dude. Well, we, we chose the episodes for a reason, right? But the Orang Lawut episode, I liked a lot because besides history, the other... One is the community episodes that we do, uh, really getting to talk to someone from, I guess, niche communities around Singapore. And hey, how often do you get a chance to learn about uh, quote unquote dying culture right within Singapore? Yeah, and really for sure. Hear for sure. from someone who's still part of it, who's still, who's still trying to like keep it alive. I mean, we could probably talk to someone maybe 50 years down the road as a historian who like just did all the research, but here we get to talk to an actual descendant. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And for those of you who have not listened to the episode, I definitely, definitely recommend it. As with all the episodes, but definitely, definitely this one. This one was solid. This one was solid. There's so much you don't see until you hear this episode. And then all of a sudden, when you go out, actually, you Sun see a lot it. more. Yeah. yeah. Actually, one of the things about the Orang Lao episode that was so cool to me was that not only were we like uncovering the past, but I think we were talking about, you know, the whole idea of historian, being historians, right? Um, Rofik, that you're mentioning. We were sort of like charting a part of it for the future. Like we were looking down the road, like what is going to be remembered from today even? Mm. And 50 years down the road, someone might look back at our podcast and go like, wow, thank gosh they got this person here to like say something. I hope we're referenced in a, in someone's footnote in the future because that would be <laughs> sick. That'd be really nice. Use me as your as your university references, friends. Go! All right. So we talked about our top threes. Why don't we hear, based on the stats so far, right? So uh, in all honesty, two episodes are still either running right now or going to be run soon. Uh, but based on the 18 episodes that have already been published, here are the top three episodes by listeners. Whoa, okay. So number one is the beauty standards in Singapore <gasps> episodes. 
wow. where we talked to the aesthetician, Dr. Dr. Matthew, Matthew Yap, from and some Dr. Matthew. the Myeongdong uh, Clinic. Uh, that was an episode where we learned about Botox and like how Singaporeans have different like beauty, beauty preferences. So that's a pretty cool one. Following very closely, actually, Ooh. is the Dating in Singapore Part what? 2 episode. Yeah. Oh. So Mian, you've got two for Oh Mian is knocking out the park. I mean Is it a hat trick though? Is it a hat trick? I mean this is a fe- yeah, this is a feel good season review. Just just keep the good vibes coming, man. Like I'm I'm right there <laughs> on the mental. <laughs> Number three is the MRT system. Sorry for ruining your hat trick, baby. (laughs) Which is very random when you think of the first two. You're like, our our listeners being like, yeah, what should I listen today? Let me listen about beauty, about dating. Oh, and like the MRT. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have the yin and the yang, bro. Like it's about balance. I would say the yang is if you listen to like the communist episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, to me, that that is really the balance right in the center, honestly. Actually, speaking of that, I have to say, I mean, I know with every season, you guys uh, explore so many different topics. So variety is definitely like part of it all already. But just looking on this season, just because this is the only season I'm on, can I just say that we had such a good range? Like we got range, guys. You it was range. so nice to see that we could explore like the fun stuff, like potong ice cream and then jump straight into communist threats or drugs. <laughs> so Now it's time for a pop quiz. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first season. This is the first season we actually had a pop quiz, honestly, yeah. which was very interesting. How'd you guys find that? How'd you guys find having a pop quiz? I really like it because I feel like it keeps us on our toes. I love hiding stuff from each other. It's great. So if I may represent our listeners who have been with us for like, since like season Season one and just ask the hard question. Do you guys think there will be a season six? I'm Ooh. asking you because you guys have been around for like four seasons. Now five. Wow. Oh, flex. I honestly feel like if there's material that, especially because, you know, our listeners, thank you so much. By the way, guys, actually, we did receive like messages this throughout the season, you know, um, thanking us for making certain episodes as well as sharing ideas. I think a lot of times we want to hear um, what you guys want to listen to. And uh, certainly as the ideas flow in, uh, we definitely want to make more, I feel. You know, I, I was just joking with Rovig and Mian the other day about how I come up with ideas for episodes. Um, sometimes I just, like, I run out of ideas, so I look around, it's like, uh, how about we do toilet bowls in SG? You know, and it's like, L, stop looking around the room. Like, <laughs> you can't just say what you see, you know? No, but actually on that note... Uh, if you guys take a look at the second half, I think, especially the second half of the season, you can tell that Elle was on a vice train. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a vice train, dude. It was like dude. a straight road to hell. <laughs> it was because I was watching so much criminal drama on TV. I felt like I was just living in a pool of crime. <laughs> it was mad. I was watching Criminal Mind season one through six. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was bad. Rory, what about you? What are your thoughts? Will we come back? I definitely hope so. We're, we're giving ourselves a bit of a benefit this time. So for those of you who've listened since season one, you know that we do 20 episodes, 20 content episodes. We do a season review and then we take a break. And that break tends to be anywhere between three to four months. That's a chance for all of us to you know, take a break from all the research because that's pretty. Uh, it can get pretty intense after a while and also all the editing. 
but it also gives us a chance to, you know, get re-inspired, refreshed, see the world and consider what we want to do for for the season ahead. And that's actually how we reached out to Mien and that's how we uh, came up with the, the pop quiz, right? It's, it's having some time apart from, from the show. Uh, having said that, we are five seasons in. We've seen a lot of growth with our listeners. We love you guys. We love the journey we've taken with you. And mm. uh, at the same time, we've also felt like, you know, within the Singapore scene, how do we continue adding value and how do we continue differentiating ourselves, right? Because we want to ultimately be impactful with the content we create and we want to change minds. We want to influence people to to expand their concept of the Singapore identity. So a lot of that means thinking about reach. A lot of that means thinking about partners. Uh, and a lot of that means thinking about how we go deeper with our listeners as well. So yeah, yeah do we have the answers to those questions right now? No. Uh, but I think we want to give ourselves the benefit of getting those answers right before coming back properly for season six. So that could mean that we take a slightly longer break. That could mean that we... Uh, maybe come back with a fully sponsored season, right? Wow. Uh, if any sponsors out there want to really back us up with a full-on yeah. commitment for 20 episodes. I could use right? some new gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to do things differently. We want to upgrade. We want to upgrade the work that we do. And so, you know, I think we're, we're giving ourselves that benefit to actually do season six right uh, if and when we do it. I know, Mian, you, you yourself are also thinking about you know, what the next season for you looks like, right? When we first sat down and talked about the possibility of me joining, the discussion was always just doing season five. And I never really thought about what was going to happen next. But I think something that I still believe, and actually even more strongly now that we're done with the season, is that uh, I really admire what you guys do, like the consistency and just the the effort that you guys put in to your research. You know, it's very inspiring to watch and learn from. And I think what you said just now about like, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. I, I cannot agree more on that. And so for me in my personal capacity, I think the biggest factor to consider on whether or not I would like to come back for another season would be, can I be consistent? As consistent as you guys would be if you decide to come back? Because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to make promises I cannot keep you know, and obviously if you, if you have a third uh, member again, you would make, you would want that person to pull their weight. So it's just some things like I'm thinking about as well, as you mentioned, like if we are going to do it, we want to do it right. And I really respect that. So I'm sure our listeners feel the same way, you know, cause like if you've been with these guys since like day one, then, then you know what their working style is like. I mean, it's been five seasons of that. <laughs> so they are very consistent. You know our tastes. <laughs> At the end of the day, listeners, you get to shape if and how we come back. Uh, please let us know what you'd like us to focus on. Let us know if you know partners that you think we can work with in order to, to upgrade our season, in order to you know maybe expand our reach. Because again, we want to do this right before coming back. Season six depends on everyone here. So... Yeah, we would love to hear from you. (laughs) All right. So with that, I think that really comes towards the end of this season. (sighs) This is being audio edited, but before I announced that, there was like this long pause of us just sitting in silence and wallowing in the fact that we know we're going to have to say bye at some point. Gotta let go, right? Yeah. (laughs) Gotta let go at some point. So with that, thank you all so much for listening to us. 
for this entire season. Thank we you. hope to see you again next time to hear from you. <gasps> see you guys in the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.